Hi, and welcome to the Social Angle Podcast. I'm Vinny. And I'm Patrick. And today we're joined by Henry Gracie, Jiu-Jitsu Master and CEO of Quick Flip Apparel, to discuss the role that social media has played in his success. Henner, welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. Honored to be here, and uh, congratulations on all the great work you guys are doing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, Henner, we first met you um, in Fort Worth at the ASI show, and we saw your pitch for Quick Flip Apparel, which was awesome. We actually did a video of it, which you actually shared on your social media, and to date, it's our most viral video ever. True story. So, <laughs> so, it is. so I have a question for you. How important has social media been to not only the success of Quick Flip Apparel, but to your personal brand as well? I mean, one could argue that it's everything, but I think that might be a slight overstatement. Obviously, and I know some of the listeners don't know anything about my background, but uh, you know, there's a strong jujitsu heritage, right? I come from a multi-generational jujitsu, legendary jujitsu family. So when I was younger, uh, and social media just started kicking into gear in terms of like video streaming and YouTube and these things. I made a video breaking down a UFC fight, and uh, the video went viral. And I quickly realized the power of social media because it literally allows anyone on the platform to make a name for themselves and, and be seen and get the message out. And once I saw that, man, I never let up. I just went 100% uh, all in on social media in terms of creating content, becoming kind of a, uh, an influencer and, and a content creator. And uh, it worked perfectly in jujitsu. So when I created the quick flip conversion technology, I thought, wow, you know, I'm just going to follow the same roadmap. I'm going to make cool videos. I'm going to be a content creator. I'm going to get the message out on social media, get other influencers on board, and uh, and see where it takes me. And here we are. Absolutely. That's awesome. So kind of a follow-up to that point is, you know, when you're creating your content, is there any content strategy that you follow? Are you looking, you know, are, are you posting for one topic or are you showcasing different aspects of your life? What is the kind of, you know, the strategy you uh, take with, with your social media? Man, like I, my main, my main philosophy when it comes to creating content is to create value, right? To create value. And sometimes value comes in the form of education. Sometimes value comes in the form of entertainment. And a lot of times I'll mix the two, right? So, for me, though, it has to be something worth sharing. Someone has to see it and say, wow, I want to show this to my wife, to my sister, to my friend. If one person shows it to two people and you create that, technically everyone on the planet will see it, you know, a certain number of tiers down the road. So always thinking what's shareable, what's worth sharing, uh, value, entertainment, education, those are always kind of the core thoughts that I have. And when something is entertaining and educational on a high level, that's called a viral video. And that's why you guys saw the success with the quick flip video that we did at the ASI show that you guys shot and shared is, you know, we have something very novel in quick flip and we have something that people, it's very funny as well. So not only is it novel, therefore educational, right? It's teaching someone who's viewing it about uh, apparel and something that they've never seen before, but it's also very entertaining because I get up there and I do my circus act and people go, wow, he's funny and it, it looks like a really good idea. So when there's two elements coexist, you have, you have an unstoppable viral video. Right. Well, you obviously have a great product here, and we're going to transition to the next question on that. So you've recently announced that you're pitching uh, your quick flip product, which for, for people who don't know, it's like a jacket, a crew neck, or a hoodie that easily converts to a backpack. Um, so you're pitching it to the Sharks on Shark Tank on May 12th. But can you tell us a little bit more about how you got on the show and if social media helped in any way? Yeah, uh, it helped a lot. But let me just say this. Getting on Shark Tank was interesting because literally from the first prototype that I had in my hands coming from this manufacturer, from the, from the factory, 
the first prototypes I got, I went to Venice Beach, California. And I didn't even have them to sell. I literally had like half a dozen, you know, pre-production samples, right? You guys know the deal. Right. And I get out there and I take two camera guys and I just basically, everyone I see wearing a hoodie around their waist or around their neck or tied onto them in some awkward manner, I stop them and I say, hey, is there a better way to carry an unworn sweatshirt than that? And at first they're a little offended, like, who does this guy think he is? Right? Why is he talking like that? <laughs> right. But then right after they go, well, I guess not. They kind of reluctantly right, agree. Well, I guess not. This is the best I could think of. And I say, check this out. And I'm demonstrating, and literally in 10 seconds, my hoodie, I take it off and I turn it into a backpack. And their jaws drop. And they start looking around like, did anybody else just see what I saw? Mm. Like, that was a universal reaction. And the video, I made a video of this, a three-minute video, compiling some of the reactions, and we put it on Facebook, showing them how to interact. Of course, I interacted with them. I let them wear it. I let them try it. I let them experience it. So I knew that just getting with the people and letting the raw reactions do the selling would be all I needed. I put that video on Facebook, and I think today it has over 13 million views. But the, everything started with that Venice Beach video. Right. And it went viral. And that was, amongst other things, what the producers at Shark Tank saw. They said, oh, my gosh, we love this product. We love this guy. He's perfect for our show. He's early enough in his, uh, his, in his, in his kind of company evolution. But um, they were super excited about it. And they passed it up the ladder to the executives at ABC. ABC saw it. They loved it. So it was just like a streamline all the way through. Then uh, you submit the application, audition tape. They pass it around. They love it. And then they tell you, all right, you're, you're scheduled to shoot. And uh, and you go into shooting, and man, it's it's that's it's it's crazy, and that's kind of how it all happens. I I got a follow up question for you too. You know, you've talked about you know the power of social media and the influencers, and uh, one of the questions I have is, you know, at what point did you realize you were gaining that true momentum online? You know, is there something that these smaller brands can look for and say, hey, that's a that right there is a a, a point of confirmation that I'm on the right track? Yeah, it starts to get viral. Um, it starts to we know a certain degree of virality. We started doing uh, Gracie breakdowns for jujitsu uh, uh, techniques used in UFC fights. So think about the equation. A UFC fight happens, a very popular fight. Um, a, a, a technique happens in the UFC. My brother and I thought, wow, why don't we do breakdowns? Uh, why don't we do breakdowns and basically demonstrate technically what happened in the octagon since most viewers have no clue what's That's going awesome. on in there. So we did a breakdown. Uh, this is like 10 years ago, our first breakdown, and it went viral. We're talking two, three, four 400,000 views on a YouTube video, right? And then we did more, and then we did in the millions of views, and it just kept climbing from there. So um, that's when I realized, like, all right, well, we, we've, created a, we've created a relationship with the, the, the public here that they love. They love us in this role of being educators and, and communicators of, you know, what's happening in the octagon for the person who doesn't know about fighting or jiu-jitsu. And that's when our, our, our jiu-jitsu business just blew up. And, uh, and that's what I would say to anybody out there who's, you know, listening is you have to become a kind of a thought leader in your industry or in a very specific niche and, and market, and then people will, will rely on you for that. And the question is how do you combine any kind of – any chance you get to do any kind of combination between, you know, pop culture – uh, occurrences and the industry that you basically have knowledge in, if you can create a crossover or connection there and become kind of a thought leader or someone who provides value, entertainment, or education in that crossover, uh, that's when you really hit it, hit it big. All right, so, so back to our industry. So um, 
this industry, the promotion products industry, is filled with lots of great, amazing products. You know that. Um, but we're kind of a little bit behind the trend on adapting you know, our business models to include social media. What would you say to uh, any suppliers and distributors who are resistant to using social media? If you're not on social media, you're basically irrelevant to the consumers out there because this is just how wow. people communicate. This is just, this is just, this is just the language of, this is the interaction medium of the future, social media, right? right. Correct, so, yep. And the key word being social, like this is how people socialize right now is through these, these, these mediums. And if you're not, you know, if you don't have a presence, whether it be through organic content creation or through paid advertisement on these platforms, but you're not going to effectively be able to advertise in a paid fashion if you don't speak the language, right? If you're not using, you know, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Facebook, these things on a regular basis, and you're not seeing how the conversations happen and what kind of content has viral capability on these platforms then you're not going to create the, uh, the, the, the paid advertising content that's going to be attractive to consumers on these platforms, right? There's a certain type of language that works in the social media world that, you know, is not the same language that worked on traditional advertising, you know, television, magazine, or whatnot. So you have to learn the language. You have to be part of the community. And, uh, and, and I get it, you know. It's, uh, some people just aren't comfortable doing it. But I would say start small, right? Start by just literally joining in and just observing and then right. look at what your competitors are doing. Look at what the other people are doing in the industry just to see how they're using it to their advantage. And, you know, know that if they're bigger than you and they're doing better than you as a company, chances are their social media has something to do with that. Right. And obviously you don't want to live your life chasing your competitors, right? The best companies out there and the best organizations don't live chasing the, the company above them. The best ones live chasing themselves, right? They're always outdoing themselves. But if you don't know how to even begin outdoing yourself, look at the company that currently is outdoing you. That's a great point. Right. Great point. Let me ask you this, Henry. Now, for a lot of these companies, they don't have huge followings. So when they post on social media, there's not much in the way of like share, shareable opportunity. You, you follow me? So what happens, mm -hmm. you're an influencer. What happens if somebody, like say a supplier or distributor ran a contest and reached out to you and said, hey, can you do me a favor? Would you share this? What would you tell them? Good question. Um, so, yeah, anyone who's reached kind of the level of success that we're at, and we're still climbing, obviously, but in terms of the followers, you are pretty protective about what you share to your followers, right? So I need to be very careful right. about only sharing content that I believe adds value to my customers. So, um, you know, if someone ha if someone just said, hey, could you just share this for the heck of it, I'm going to say, man, that's tough. But right. on the other hand, if these coffee mugs have, you know, greasy triangles on them, and you're willing to give my Gracie Jiu-Jitsu logo on the triangles or quick flip and quick flip skate, uh, and you're willing to donate, you know, a dozen Gracie Jiu-Jitsu coffee mugs, and we're just giving away free giveaways, right? So now that coffee mug company is basically sponsoring a giveaway to my people of a mug that is branded with a brand that my people care about. Mm -hmm. So that's how you make that relationship, right? So in quick flip's case, let's say I want to get more exposure for quick flip. I would contact, let's say, Joe Rogan and said, Hey Joe, I want to make, uh, you know, uh, Joe Rogan experience. I want to make a dozen Joe Rogan experience hoodies for you to just give away quick flip hoodies. So now he gets the benefit of giving something cool away to his customers with his brand on it. And I get the benefit of quick flip being identified and seen by his millions of fans around the world. Awesome. Yeah. I think my, I have one final question for you coming, uh, from me is, is that it's, 
you're a lot of you're on a lot of social media platforms. You've listed a, a few of them t- today. But in your opinion, which one has worked the best for your uh, Quick Flip Apparel brand so far? Good question. We've had the greatest virality on Facebook because okay. people can share a video, and when they saw the Quick Flip Venice Beach video, the, the share button, they clicked that share button like something like sixty-five thousand times. I mean, something ridiculous. In fact, another guy from one of the recent ASI shows that we were at, I think it was Fort Worth, yep. a guy filmed my pitch at Fort Worth, and then he threw it on social media, a guy named Jim Sweeney from like some promotional products company in Galveston, Texas. Like, yeah, we saw know, it. A small, yep. little, a small little thing. Mm-hmm. And the guy's video went over, over a million. I think 7 million yeah. views. He he 7 oh plus wow. million views. And like 60,000 shares on this video. And he only had 1,000 Facebook followers. Right. Now I think he's up at around 5,000 or more. Just from that video alone, he's added almost 400% uh, his, his social media following on Facebook. Right? So think about that for a second. When you ask how does someone who's a smaller promotional product company get followers, the answer is you share stuff that people are willing to share. You share content that is viral friendly, right? And you might ask, well, does the content have to pertain to the industry? Part of me feels like yes. Part of me feels like no. Part of me feels like if you own a promotional product company, you should occasionally be sharing the funniest, cutest cat videos on the planet <laughs> so that people just start sharing the cat videos. You might get 30,000 views on a cat video, but it's being sold by, you know, Minuteman Press, you know, a right. promotional product company in Texas. And then because you're sharing cute videos, people will follow you. And then little by little, you're getting more followers, and maybe some of those followers are not people that are direct potential customers of yours. But it doesn't change the fact that they're followers, and when you post something later that is more industry-specific, at least there's enough people to view it to get those initial likes and shares up under the, into the single and double digits, right? Like, you don't want to be Absolutely. like two, three yeah. likes. You want to be 20, 30, 40, 50, you know, eventually 100, 200, eventually 1,000, 2,000. So that has to build up just by literally generating reach and traffic on posts that originate from your Facebook page. Right. So, Patrick, you were right. Cat videos do work. Yeah, they always work, man. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's a secret. They always work. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So before we wrap up here, I, I have two questions for you, Henner. Um, one, which shark from Shark Tank worries you the most? Good question. I would say going into it, Mr. Wonderful. Oh, all right. Kevin O'Leary. Yep, we had him at an ASI show. Uh, he is very, very tough. They're all tough. I will say that. Um, Kevin O'Leary is the toughest. But yeah. remember, I know jiu-jitsu. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you'll win. I'll, I'll bet yeah, on you, you, man. I'm betting on you. Yep. I think you can take all of them at once. Um, <laughs> and my, my last question is, pop culture question, you're a Game of Thrones fran- fan. Who is going to end up on the Iron Throne when... Arya. Arya. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I, I love that answer. Out. Um, Everyone dies, Arya's left, and then she's sitting on the throne all along. I like that. Uh, we actually did a podcast a couple weeks ago where I said it was going to be the Night King. So I'm out of I'm out of the running. Yes. So <laughs> um, I hope I didn't spoil it for anybody. But um, <laughs> anyway, the Night King is, well, he's no longer with us. But anyway, Henner, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to uh, to join us. Um, you know, it's definitely, uh, you know, eye-opening to hear a little bit more about um, social media and how it's played into your success. Um, do you have any uh, last thoughts for us? No, I guess I tune in May 12th. Uh, the episode airs, Shark Tank season finale. 
quick flip against the Sharks. It's going to be excellent. And for anyone out there, uh, check us out, uh, quickflipapparel.com. We'd love to work with you guys and bring something truly special, twice the function, twice the branding, on an amazing quality hoodie, um, jacket, sweatshirt. We have it all. Just uh, hit us up and set up a wholesale account, and we'd love to get you guys going. Awesome. Thanks for your time today, Henner. All right, you guys have a good one. So that's it for us uh, for today. Uh, for Patrick, I'm Vinny. We'll see you next time on The Social Angle.